The makers of Friday the 13th would like you to meet Marty, the dork of Doddsville High. The entire school made fun of him. One day, the jokes went too far. He flipped out real bad. We turned him from a nice little guy into a crazed lunatic. Now it's Marty's turn, but he's not joking. Bestron Pictures presents Slaughter High. Marty's throwing the class reunion, and he's making sure everyone parties till they drop. Slaughter High, from the makers of Friday the 13th. One day he got mad, then he got even. Slaughter High. I showed ya! Rated R, under 17, not admitted without permit. <laughs>nicer like celebrity people i think i met the entire time i was doing the the hospitality thing with scarefest like there were a lot of people that were very cool but like and partially just because like you know he met probably dozens and i mean dozens of people over the course of the time he was there and 
you know, he came up, we had like a very brief five, 10 minute conversation uh, while he was there eating one day. And then like the next year is when we did the recording. Right. And, uh, you know, we went up to him and we started chatting with him and he goes, how are you, Chris? And I was like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. He remembers like, not only like by face, by name, yeah. like everything. No, like I... I will tell you that one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life was uh, like I had I, I from the time that I saw that he was going to be at that Scarefest where I was like this I'm going to have him record something for the show it's going to be great like it's it's going to be fine and I I I spent you know a good couple of days writing out what I wanted him to say and so I had it written and I handed it to him. And he read it real quick and he's, I, I explained, I was like, yeah, well, you know, I, I want you to do like a, like a, a thing for the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And he read it and he was like, and he kind of laughed and he goes, you know, this is exactly like something that would be on the tales or like, he's like, this is exactly how they would have written something like this on the show. And I was like, all right, then. I thought you were going to talk about when that that time that guy referred to you as breedable. Oh, did somebody? I'm happy about that. It's these <laughs> hips, man. Tell you what, it's not. It's not my friggin' leg right now. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody here uh, should be to show you the dedication that I have to doing this show. Uh, working, working injured with a with an injury that would have taken a mere mortal. And put them on the shelf. But no, I'm here. I'm here for you guys, for most of you, because those are the ones I can stand. Most of you. Uh, well, some of them. Some of them, yeah. Let's not. Let's not say uh, most of them. Uh, uh, just the ones that uh, sing my praises. If you ever get so low. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. That, that is. I, I'm. I'm st not sad. Like I'm. I'm already planning out when we take our break here because uh, we got another couple months and we're going to be on holiday break. Yeah. And um, I'm already planning out like how I'm going to redo the board, all the soundboard. Oh, wow. uh, like I'm going to clear everything out and I'm going to basically rebuild from the beginning. And uh, so I'm going to like remap all the sounds. I'm going to put like, you know, a page that's just like the ones that we use the most. So I have everything right there. Because everything right now is kind of scattered, and mm. so I'm gonna I'm going to just like burn it down and start over. And so I'm already like picking what sounds I want to put where and like trying to map it out in my head because it's kind of like concentration. Uh, it's kind of like you know like memory concentration where I've got to remember what page and what spot each one is on. So I'm gonna have to relearn it. So the first couple shows will probably be a little rough when I'm misfiring stuff. Uh, and <laughs> Uh, not, not getting it right, but I've got stuff in here. That's like, that's old and stuff that we never use and, um, or stuff that like we used for one thing. And then I was just like, Oh, I'll just get back to it at some point. And then we just never did. Uh, like I still have, um, uh, is it true that French babes don't shave their pits? Wow. So, yeah. Like I still have that. I still have it right here. And so, um, uh, from when we had the, the Patreon, where it was. Come on, you cough up a bucket, cheap bastard. So like all, all those will probably go away because we don't really use those anymore. And 
Uh, so oh, uh, the insult page is going to stay, though. Uh, oh, yeah, obviously. Go, Bob. On my knob, ass munch. That's never going away. So, because uh, it's never not funny. Uh, weather alert will probably stay. Welcome back, Cotter will stay. But I, I'm going to, like, rearrange some stuff where it's uh, got the Mary Tyler Moore clothes that we don't use anymore. So I'm like, I'm just going to have to go through and just, like, clean it up. So I don't know uh, how that's going to work. But I got, I got, I have a couple ideas. I've been working out how I want to do, like, redo the show intro and all that stuff. And I think I've got a really good idea that I'm going to, I'm going to put together a demo uh, since I'm, 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 I'm going to be putting together demos anyway, um, but I'm going to put together at some point, I'm going to put together a, like a, a, an example and uh, I'll send it to you and tell me, have you tell me what, what you think, but. Um, oh, hell yeah. Um, but I'm working on some stuff that I think will be really good. And uh, I'm, I'm going to take a different approach to it than I have in previous years. I'm going to try and make it a bit more dynamic and a bit more fluid. So, um, but much like your sex life, uh, speaking of, yeah, my, I was gonna say, speaking of fluid and my leg, um, <laughs> uh, it is the start, uh, the official start of our Halloween season. Yay. Uh, it's last the year. Most wonderful <laughs> I should have put that on the board. Uh, because last year we're, we're starting a little bit late because last year we started at the first week of September. And we did all of September and all of October as Halloween season. So this year, we're starting late. We're starting uh, basically the last week of September. So uh, still getting it in uh, before it turns to be October for sure. So uh, there are some people that won't listen to this until it becomes October. But then they'll know like, hey, it's October and they're into Halloween season. So it's good. Uh, I'm counting down the days till I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to put out the the 15 foot inflatable Stay Puffed, uh, which is nice, which always makes the neighbors very happy because it is the definition of an eyesore. But I love it; they love it. It's fine; it's okay. Uh, but to celebrate the start of Halloween season. We both have a a special themed beverage. How the fuck? Like, we know each other too well. Yeah. Because if you hadn't said it, I was legitimately going to say beverage. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, we're, I, I, like if we were to do a, a Venn diagram of us and our personalities, it would be like an 85% coverage of both circles. And there's just like a few things on the outside. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, like we are very much almost the same person. So, oh, yeah. Um, I know you have, because uh, the way that we always do it, I have the, um, uh, the, the beverage, the usually the, the gimmick soda, as we call it. Uh, and this year, like always, Mountain Dew has their voodoo mystery flavor and i know you always when you have a uh a distinct beverage you want to highlight yours is of the alcoholic variety 
It is. And I was really, really going to try and get an Oktoberfest, but I'm not kidding. When I say the liquor store I went to, the only Oktoberfest they have was some like, I can't remember what it was, but it is a little too late for me to crack open a 9.2% yeah, drink. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that at all. So like, no. I got a, uh, um, I guess I can just go ahead and go since I'm telling you yeah. about what I have now. Go for it. Um, it is a mighty swell tiger's blood spiked seltzer. It just sounded good. And it's a, it's a nice brisk 5%. So let's, let's All just, right. it goes down smooth. It's a, it's a tall boy too. So <laughs> that's the sound Holy we love. Shit, this smells good. All right. Okay. Let's. Wow, that has no flavor. Oh, flavorless. Yeah, it is. Um, and, you know, like, we're, we're both very much kind of like, we're not anti-seltzer guys at no, all. Like, no. you know, we're, we're, we're White Claw um, yeah, fans. Yeah, no, no shame and, in it. No, no disparaging White Claw talk here. But, like... This literally looks like this tastes like someone like wafted a fruit salad next to it. Yeah, oh, um, I don't like that. Again, not terrible. Like I'm, I'm gonna finish it, but <laughs> there's just not much flavor from for it. Well, that's it's flavorless <laughs> and bland, like some of the other shows on this network. What? <laughs> I said it. Uh, I said it so you don't have to. All did right. You yes, you did. <laughs> this is uh, the Voodoo. I believe that that is a five in there. Uh, so we have the Voodoo five. Here we go. I'm going to try this Mountain Dew. The only way that I could find it is in 20 ounce because I don't want to buy. Like, I'm done buying the 12 packs of them because what always happens is I buy a 12 pack and it sucks. And then I have an 11 and a half that just sit. And it. it it's not good. So uh, we had to. That was not me letting the air out of myself. That was me opening up the bottle. All right. All right. We're going by smell. We're doing the smell test first. Okay. Now, the word on the street is that they partnered with like an actual candy company for this. Oh, so it's going to be some kind of candy is is if the, if you believe the rumors, uh, that is. That is the what's going around. So, all right, here we go. We're going to try it. Here we go. This voodoo 2023. Welcome oh. back. Welcome oh, that's back. awful. Welcome back. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that's 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 gross. All right. Okay. Uh, so out of a hundred, I'm gonna. Uh, okay, you you first, and I've, I've got a number in my head about what you're gonna give it. Uh twenty eight. I guessed twenty four. I'm uh, giving myself some credit on yeah, that. Yeah, that almost close. same person. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, that's not good. I will not be finishing this. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that. Like, I uh, think for mine, like again, it's not bad. It's just kind of flavorless. So I think I'm gonna go forty one. Okay. Ugh. 
Oh, that's not good. I took a second sip to see if it would be any better, and it's not. So, <sighs> um... Ugh. <clears throat> dear friend of the show, Charlie. You know Charlie. Dear friend. Um, he said that drinking that tasted just like you were, um... He's like, imagine if they liquefied Skittles and it wasn't good. Yeah, it's... It's... The... The... It it's it tastes very much like a if there was a generic like cherry airhead. Oh like you know, not name brand if it was if there was some kind of generic cherry airhead, that would be what it would taste like to me. Like the Aldi version of an airhead. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go to that that weird uh like the 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 candy stand that has like all the knockoff stuff and it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like um uh i don't even know what you would call an airhead uh like a knockoff airhead i wonder if they make a knockoff airhead i'm going to google it real quick while we're um knockoff airhead uh no no, they don't. Oh, yeah, it, it just says uh, surprise mini replica fake candy. I don't know that I would want fake airheads, but don't like that. No, there I don't see any uh, knockoff generic airheads but it would be like that it would be like that that to me is my official guess is knockoff cherry airhead where it's like it's not the name brand but it's like kind of close and uh but not just not quite right it's like it's you know that meme where it's like you ask your parents for this and they say we have that at home but it's not quite the same it's that if you're like, I want cherry airheads and they're like, we have cherry airheads at home and it's this. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, this is like this. I'm pretty sure this meets the legal definition of child abuse. I don't know. <sighs> not great. Yeah, that one. Not going to buy another one. That one. Not good. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I left my water downstairs, too, so I don't have a palate cleanser. But anyway, um. So we normally don't do timely, like time-related things on the show. No. We normally like to to keep it kind of not, you know, current event-based and uh, kind of more open-ended. So if you're like, oh, I wonder, you know, like if you need more Halloween stuff, you can go back and listen to last year's Halloween run and you can be like... Oh, it's just like it's this year, only they have different sound effects on the soundboard. That's about it. Uh, but, like, the content is is kind of unchanged by time. But we're making a, a small exception in this case. Uh, we've done it. I think we did it last year for the Halloween, uh, the Halloween stretch when we talked about what we wanted to see out of the Crystal Lake series. Yeah, and which, I'm trying to think about, like, I think so, one of the only other times I can think of is... Uh, when the quarry came out yeah. and we talked about how far we were in that, but yeah. like very few, very, very few timely, like time specific episodes. 
Uh, and yeah, that that episode also though a year later the um, the Crystal Lake episode is still good because it's, the show hasn't come out yet, so you can still yeah. hear about what we want to hear or see from the show because it still hasn't happened yet. So, but now that the writer strike is over and hopefully the actors strike is just about over, then uh, well, yeah, well, then we can. Uh, yeah, you know they just added. Uh, they just decided today unanimously to strike video game companies as well. Of course they did. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that means that my my Metal Gear remaster reservation is going to get pushed back. No, because I mean all that stuff's done. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Um, and the. Uh, the all the strikes don't impact the uh, Universal Monsters uh, 4K collection that I have on pre-order on Amazon. Also, yeah. So, because I don't own any of them, and so I finally, yeah, I finally decided because they put all of them together in a a 4K box set, and it's like 4K Blu-ray and digital, and so it comes out October fourth. And it has, um, like, all of them that you can think of. It's limited to, like, I think it says 5,500. Uh, yeah, it's limited to 5,500. And it's 4K Blu-ray and digital of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Phantom of the Opera, and in The Invisible Man. And like, Holy shit. All of them have, like, a documentary that goes with it, the Dracula disc has uh the english and then they they redid the movie in spanish and so it has the Mm -hmm. spanish version also uh so it has like a shit ton of extras and everything and it comes in a cool little package so i ordered i pre-ordered that and was trying to figure out if i was going to keep it or not because it's all of those movies on 4k the blu-ray discs and the digital and it's like 129 Mm -hmm. which is a pretty good deal so um for that many movies 129 I can ha- I can handle that. So um, I guess I'm going to keep it uh, because now you can't order it on Amazon. It says it's unavailable. So I'll just keep it. Uh, so that will be part of my uh, what I'm watching this year. But we're not there yet. Um, so currently the news is going around at the time of this recording. Dick Cheney's alive and you. Uh, they are shopping around the Halloween franchise for a new movie slash TV series, whatever. Uh, I saw something that I could not confirm that apparently the, uh, the Akkad kid who now like runs everything wants Mm -hmm. a TV series that's set in like the season of the witch universe. But I feel like that's BS. I'm here for it though, man. Oh, I would love it, but I feel like it's just, I feel like that's fake news. Uh, so I don't, yeah. I can't trust that. Uh, they know that with the Halloween franchise, Michael Myers is their bread and butter. And I think that that decision was kind of based on the Crystal Lake series being announced. And so I think that they kind of want a piece of that too. Um, but so it begs the question, knowing that those rights are up or like they're kind of being shopped around 
we have a very unique opportunity here where we can pitch what we want to see next for the Halloween franchise and try and land this contract. Shit. That's my uh, goal. As I've, as I've said multiple times, Justin and I have talked about this. You and I have talked about this. There is a price I will sell out for, and it oh. is a lot fucking lower than you think. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, no, like, I, I, yeah, I, you know, you and I moving forward on a project like that, we would be very affordable. Yeah. And we would produce good work. We would overproduce. We would over deliver uh, the the end product. We would more than give you the money source. Although, for some reason, on a lot of my YouTube suggestions, apparently Rob Zombie has been making the rounds on interviews. Okay. Because I've been seeing a lot of people interviewing Rob Zombie, and he's talking about making his Halloween movies Mm -hmm. and like the, the studio interference and the constant, like just how miserable it kind of seemed to make those movies. And so I'm like, maybe we don't want this job, but at the end of the day, I know we do want this job. So holy shit, you know how we were just kind of talking about it and about how we were hoping that the strikes would come to an end? Yeah, oh no, what what happened? The writer strikes over. Yay! Yeah, the That's writer good. strike has ended, yeah. As of 12:01 Pacific time on Wednesday, the writer strike will be over. Yay! It's still on me shit because the actors are still on strike, but it's a good start. It's a good start to get where we want to be. And um, so, you know, maybe maybe soon we'll get back to maybe by the beginning of the year we'll have new TV shows because I'm sick and tired of this damn uh, all these reality shows and game shows because game shows peaked at match game. And I, if you don't think it's a weird way to say Jeopardy, no, I'm telling you right now, I, I told you before we started, I had three bits that I always wanted to do on the show throughout the, my entire time podcasting. I have three bits I want to do. Talk to you about one before the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Second one is to play match game. Where. Like, all of the hosts of the shows are the celebrity panel, and we have two people call in, and they try and match us on... Like, I even wrote match game questions. Like, have I ever read you these match game questions? I don't think so. Okay, so way back uh, when I, like, March 6th of 2017, I wrote these uh, match game questions. And so you're familiar with match game, right? Like, you know how the game works. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, for everybody that doesn't know, basically there's two contestants. You get a a fill in the blank prompt and your job is to match as many of the celebrity panelists as possible. And then there's like super match and all that stuff. We won't, we won't talk about that, but like, for example, so I wrote match game questions in hopes of one day being able to, 
have a match game show. So, like, for example, this is back when it was, you know, the, the four of us doing Talk Nerdy to Me. So I have something like, Julian is in talks for his own reality show on CBS, but instead of calling it Big Brother, it's called Big Blank. And then, like, we would, you know, we would be the, the, the celebrity, so we would, like, write down our answers, and we would lock in our answers, and then the, um, uh, like, the, the, the contestants would play, and then, or um, instead of playing sports like Obi John and Julian, Koran prefers fantasy sports, but not the traditional options. Koran doesn't play fantasy football, he plays fantasy blank. And, you know, lingerie we, football league. <laughs> um, like Captain Chris loves Beach Bend in Kings Island so much, he's working on opening his own amusement park. His working name is Blank Land. See, like it would be so funny. It would be a good bit, and so like it that's would very much be a good bit. Right. So at some point, we'll all like we're going to do a big crossover episode. And like we'll be the, the like, we'll be the celebrity panelists. We'll have somebody um, like it'll be like you, me, uh, Jason from Superhero Deep Dive. Like we'll we'll get like the cast of celebrities. We need to have at least four or five, um, and then we'll get two people to be contestants, and then we'll go through like the whole thing, and we'll give away like a, a fun prize or something, and like it, it'll be so much fun. But yeah. Uh, bits i've always wanted to do but have never had a chance to do because i think that would play so well so uh we're filing that away along with the beat your meat game no <laughs> beat your meat game. no that one uh that one's not a lifelong uh i've been I didn't playing even... that one since i was 12 <laughs> Eat. You laughed. I did laugh. You laughed. Hold on, I meant to hit this one. There you go. There we go. See now, now I'm back to all getting all these, uh, all these uh, sound pads. So, um, no, uh, yeah, uh, bits I've always wanted to do: match game, and then uh, the other one that we were talking about before the show. Um, that I'm inching closer and closer to, to making that a reality, but. Um. So, uh, I just saw your text. Yeah, you're welcome. I had to had to lower <laughs> my microphone there for a minute. Um. Uh. So anyway, anyway, uh, Halloween. We have a chance now to 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 uh to take over the franchise. What do you want to see from the Halloween series? I want to see Michael out of Haddonfield, but not, but, you know, better, um, not <laughs> Halloween's four five and six. Yeah. Uh, and like, I like Halloween H2O. We've talked about this. It's one of the, the, the biggest arguments we have on our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not as good as resurrection, but it has Joseph Gordon Levin in it. So it's fine. You motherfucker. What? Uh, no, that meme—that meme for H two O, where it's like the biggest crime in this this movie is that the barbershop is right there. Oh yeah, it's probably one of my favorite memes. 
It's, it's, I also love the fact that they have that one shot, that one fucking shot of Michael Myers with the just horrendous, horrendous CG, um, CG mask in yeah, Resurrection. It's, 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 it's bad. But no, like, I mean, and honestly, I was very skeptical about how I thought it was going to work for Scream. But Ghostface in New York was a lot of fun. So, like, I I wouldn't mind seeing Michael either in, um, like, a larger city like that. I don't want. I can tell you exactly. The biggest thing I don't want is Michael Myers in the asylum. I don't need backstory. I don't need anything. I don't need some fucking movie about Michael Myers and his years spent as a teenager in the insane asylum. Um, but either Michael in some sort of like larger metropolitan city, uh, like city where he finds someone else kind of like Lori that he's obsessed with. Cause you know, you can play with the timeline however you want, you know, in this, in this realm, Lori can be dead. Because, you know, I don't need I don't ever need the word Laurie Strode in a Michael Myers movie again. No, not at all. Um, So that is my big thing is no Laurie, no Michael's life while he's locked away. And like my list of what I don't want is so much bigger than the list of stuff (laughs) I do want. Um, But I'm. I'm actually cool if they want to do something season of the witch related. Like I'd be fine with that. Um, but the biggest thing for me would be Michael out of Haddonfield. I just want to see Michael doing something else. That's not Haddonfield related. Well, I respect that approach and completely disagree. 1000%. Yeah. Well, no, not, (laughs) not, not like that. I disagree because I agree with you. Like I would enjoy, I would enjoy a change of scenery. I would enjoy mm-hmm. um, like an, an interesting twist on it. I would like something like a, a creative twist on it. But if I'm pitching like what I would be scrolling through and want to see, like if I'm like, I'm this is destination. I, I'm I'm pitching a television series. And you can call it Haddonfield. You can call it, you know, whatever you want. You can call it Halloween, the TV show, whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, Haddonfield would probably be the smarter choice. But so it would basically be, you know, you pick any Halloween movie afterwards and, you know, Michael Myers is gone and Haddonfield has moved on from... Michael Myers influence like let's say you, you let's say you, you put it after Halloween 2 right mm-hmm. just for the sake of argument like you pick the end of Halloween 2 so like Michael's been blown up in the in the hospital and um you know he's he's been MIA for a long time and you borrow a page out of the My Bloody Valentine book where you say Haddonfield has basically completely erased the holiday of Halloween from their calendar. 
it just go like October 31st is just another day. Uh, like nobody brings up that it's Halloween, like not a soul. Uh, Halloween does not exist in Haddonfield and that works for years and years and years, like, you know, five, 10 years goes by and the town is like in a good place. Like nobody really references Michael Myers or anything anymore. And then one night there's a, there is a vicious stabbing murder that the police have been called to the sheriff has been called out and he's at the crime scene. And this is the end of the first episode is where like, you know, you've established that the town has moved on and everything. And then uh, like a, a waitress at the diner gets murdered and we see it, but we only see like the hand of the person that does it and they stab her, whatever. So she's dead. And so the, the, the sheriff pulls the surveillance tapes because he's like, we're going to figure out who did this because, you know, there hasn't been a murder since you know who, and mm-hmm. you know, we're not talking about it, whatever. And when they pull the security tapes, it's a guy in like a, the mechanics jumpsuit with the white mask, with the hair slicked back. And they're like, Oh shit. No, no, there's no way he's back. He's dead, blah, blah, blah. And so the whole series is them trying to track down this killer that walks like Michael Myers looks like Michael Myers, kills like Michael Myers, and is back in the town that turned their back on him, basically revenge-killing people that are linked to Michael Myers, and they're trying to figure out if it's really him or if it's somebody else. And you have a bunch of, like, red herrings that it could be, but in the end, you know, the end of the season turns out that it's fucking michael myers like you don't pull a friday five and like you give the people what they want like it's michael and you know you can even pull in a character like forget laurie strode forget all that stuff you can pull in you know um like uh one of the kids she was baby whatever like you can pull in a, a a character that's still in that universe um that he's connected to but that's the whole thing is it's it's kind of like half slasher part police procedural because they're always a step behind and they're trying to figure out the pattern but they can't figure it out and when they think they know who he's going for he goes for somebody else and um and you see the kills like it like they're all michael myers style kills so it kind of it, it scratches that itch and then at the end it turns out that it actually really is him and um, you set yourself up for a second season. Give me, ten, okay. give me I'm, I'm in for that. Give me, give me eight to ten episodes. I'll give you a hell of a hell of a series. And you know, so it starts out and like you know the 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 kids are like we got to stick together for this, and then like somehow a couple of them you know break away, and then that's when Michael Myers shows up, and they're like, oh shit, it's probably you know it, it, it's, I guess it's Bobby then because he was you know excuse me, he was gone, and then uh, it turns out that uh, you know it's not because it's it's Michael Myers, and uh, so they go through and they're they're like trying to knockout suspects and you're trying to play along at home trying to figure out if you can figure out who it is first but there's always that looming like it could be him and you know yeah who knows and 
Uh, so you have like those scenes where, you know, um, the 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 sheriff finds you know a mask and he's like, the Halloween's outlawed in this town. Who's bringing masks in here, son of a bitch? You know, you have like these um, where it should be obvious in a town that has outlawed Halloween to find a guy in a jumpsuit and a white mask, but for some reason they just can't. And there you go. There's your series. Give me eight episodes. Give me ten episodes. Whatever it is. I will make you a hell of a show. Okay. Okay. I'm here for this. I would watch that. I'd do it. It would be more traditional. Um, and then maybe like second season, you know, you can, you can kind of expand it out. You can pick either a, uh, you know, a, a secondary location or you have like, you know, then, then you have it be where like at the end of season one, you know, there's so much carnage, there's so much destruction, they can't keep it bottled up. So then, like, the FBI shows up or, like, the next level shows up. And, um, you know, that that's your season two. So. Again, I would very much watch yeah. that. Yeah. I just. Uh... But, yeah, I, I, the, the two, like, the two names I don't need in my Halloween series are Laurie Strode and Dr. Loomis. No, I agree. Like, I, I think this is a great chance to expand the universe in a really good way, in a really big way that you could actually set the brand you could set the whole franchise up for like another 30 years if you do it right if you and you know i i think the thing i think the thing we're both gonna agree about is i think show over movie is the way to go yeah oh yeah like it used to be it used to be that a tv show was kind of looked at as like a a step down from a movie and and then there was in the early 2000s there was you know so many breakthrough tv programs that showed that a television series could tell like like these big rich stories and have these characters that you have so much more time for characterization and you have so much more time for growth and development and I, I think the biggest genre that could take advantage of it is like big tentpole horror movies. Yeah. And Scream did a great job of that. I remember when the Scream series was announced and people were pissed because they wanted another movie instead of a show. And, you know, people were against it from the beginning and the show was, for the most part, fantastic. And some of us had to eat their words about it. <laughs> well, that one was just about the pilot, so I understand. Uh, I'm still bitter about that loss, but whatever. It's fine. We don't talk about that anymore. That's part of the dead time. So, uh, you know, Scream proved that a franchise horror property could make a really good show and a really good episodic series and i'm hopeful that crystal lake will continue that uh, yeah you know 
Freddy's Nightmares was was not that because it was uh, literally just Tales from the Crypt with Freddy Krueger. So, uh, and what was the Friday? Like, I I I I know so little about the Friday the Thirteenth show. Yeah, uh, not related to the movies at all. It was a like a I think it was a brother and sister. Uh, they ran an antique shop. And all of the oh. antiques, like every episode was like someone came in and bought another antique and it was haunted or cursed or whatever. And then it would be like the story of that item. Uh, but yeah, completely under, I think in one episode in the shop, they had a hockey mask and that was like a wink to mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, like whatever. Uh, but yeah, unrelated to the the movie franchise at all and i think they did it just to capitalize on the name uh so you know whatever um uh so i think there's a great there's a gr- uh there's one episode of freddy's nightmares that's actually like worth it um it's i think it's the the very first episode season one episode one is is called uh no more mr nice guy and it's basically the freddy krueger origin story oh wow and so it's like freddy krueger um like the whole backstory of freddy krueger like he's the the janitor at the school and the parents find out what's going on and they burn him and whatever it's like literally that story and um that's like the only episode that has anything to do with it other than he's like the crypt keeper where like he introduces the stories and wraps up the show um but yeah there's um if you do a google search i'm not trying to tell you how to live your life but if you do a google search for freddy's nightmares and then you add in the url archive.org the they have the first season and you can stream the episode there uh, I know they're streaming. At one point, they were streaming on Tubi, but I don't know if they are anymore. Uh, so if you go to the Internet Archive, uh, someone's uploaded them all, so you can watch them. Uh, only watch the first one if you want the uh, actual Nightmare on Elm Street content. But um, uh, that episode is fantastic. All the rest of them are very hit or miss, um, but maybe something good to watch in the Halloween season if you're waiting for another dose of freddy uh so if you need that if you got a bit of a a hankering for some freddy and there's not a movie coming anytime soon so uh, you can get your fix by watching freddy's nightmares so uh, and most of that stuff is probably going to be new to you (laughs) just a friendly tip just the tip. Just this once. Yes. Take a deep breath. But yeah. Yeah. I know you're you're trying to you're trying very hard to dance around the fact that you want to pitch Halloween in space. Obviously. Like I know what you're doing. And in case the people out there don't know that you're pitching basically Michael X. <laughs> is what you're trying to pitch. Like it's a roundabout way to pitch Michael X. I get it. I understand. 
Tell me you wouldn't watch that. Oh, I would watch it. I would. I would. You know what I would love is I would love to like they're on the spaceship and they're like, I think he's gone. And then like in the because this spaceship for some reason has one of my favorite words, a porthole. And he just shows like he floats by with like the big space helmet on. And he's got the mask. It's like Michael Myers with the space helmet. And they're like, oh, that would be a jump scare. Holy shit. I would watch that movie all day. And then we would have a a horror space marathon where we would watch um, we would watch Leprechaun in space. We, yeah, we got to start with the worst one, right? Yeah, we we watch Leprechaun in space. We watch um, uh, Michael X, and then we we top it off with the palate cleanser, Jason X, and then we go home. God, Jason X is so good because I don't give a shit about uh, Hellraiser in space, whatever the hell. I know they made like three of them that have to do with space, but I don't care. I don't understand the Hellraiser timeline, like what movie to watch when, because I remember vividly I was working, I was still working at Walmart at the time and there was like that $5 bin and they had like an, uh, like a six movie Hellraiser pack. And it was all movies that I was like, I've never even heard of these. Yeah. And I have no idea in what order you're supposed to watch any of these, and I don't care to know. I'm just that's, into it. That, that's always been my thing about Hellraiser. Is like, yeah, I've watched the first two, <laughs> and I watched the remake that was on Hulu. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just I was not super impressed with the Hellraiser footage that I've seen, the Hellraiser content that I've seen. It's just not for me. So, uh, haven't really been watching it. And I, I, like, I watched, yeah, I think I watched the first one and then I watched the remake or the reboot, whatever the hell. Um, not, not super into it. So, uh, yeah. We got a few minutes before we're out of here. Do you uh, have you started your uh, Halloween season viewing? Like, have you watched anything yet? Oh yeah, I've uh, I've watched a few things. Um, I tried watching something on Hulu that I thought was going to be good that turned out to be dog shit. It was called The Friendship Game. Like the premise looked cool, the premise sounded cool, but then it was like someone really saw like a bunch of A twenty four movies. And then wanted to do like a teen alt version of of one, and it's so goddamn bad. Ugh. Um. But yeah, I've watched like a a few things. Let me let me let me hit the letterbox. Yeah. Uh, I haven't logged everything. Um, but like, uh, just uh watched uh the the movie we started over LCTC. I went back and finished it. Doctor Giggles. Oh yeah, well, like I got back. That weekend, and I fin like that Monday, uh, I finished it up. Uh, it's watched. not bad. Like, no, I give it four stars. It's not terrible. Um, I watched something called The Barn, or okay. The Barn Part Two. Like, uh, you remember that indie horror table that was at Scarefest in yeah, like twenty eighteen? Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of their movies was The Barn, and I just picked up, or not just picked up, but the sequel was streaming, so I watched that. And then, uh, watched uh, Elevator Game. It was super okay. It was a Shutter exclusive. Like, it was, 
it, it was fine. And, uh, you know, I like I haven't gotten too deep into it yet. I think I'm really going to kick up the stuff like this weekend because, you know, like we're going to be getting close to like the beginning of October. So everything's got to kind of get booted up. What about you? Uh, I have been trying to find as many obscure 80s slashers as I can. And so far. I've hit a couple of gems. Uh, I started with um, uh, Hide and Go Shriek, which was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, I also, um, Terror at Ten Killer was not bad. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't, um, it, 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 one of the cardinal mistakes that I feel happens in slasher movies or like like a movie like that, what it's trying to do is it reveals who the killer is way too early. Yeah. And then you like the problem is when you know who the killer is and the characters don't. And then like, you lo- oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say like you 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 lose all that suspense. Right. Like they're like they're trying to figure it out or like especially when the movie throws red herrings at the characters but you know that they're red herrings so it's like it's pointless. And so like that's what happens in this one is uh there's like a couple of options that the killer could be but you find out in the first like 10 minutes who it is. And so the characters are like, I don't know, he's real suspicious. Can we trust him? And you're like, yeah, you can because he's not the killer. That guy is. And so then you have this unnecessary drama that you don't believe because you already know who the killer is. So they they do that, which is a um, which is a mistake. Um, also, it's stupid, goofy, but um, the 1992 classic Evil Tunes is pretty you you reviewed that didn't you i did yeah i reviewed it a while ago but um it's also like if if you've ever heard of the movie it's probably for one specific scene uh and if you watch the movie you're gonna know what i'm talking about yeah it's on primal well i i i could watch that but I, i like i gave it uh i gave it a pretty good review it people kind of uh, described it as Who Framed Roger Rabbit meets a slasher movie, but it's it's kind of not fair because there's not enough cartoon stuff to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and there's not a ton of slasher stuff to make that. It does both of those like okay, but not fantastic. But it's one of those where it's like you can put it on and turn your brain off and just have a ton of fun with it like it's it's stupid it's goofy it's over the top um it's got a classic classic um uh i believe that one's the one that's got uh dick miller in it and mm-hmm. yeah dick miller and uh david carradine and so like it's got some some pretty heavy hitters uh in the horror world and they're they ham it up it's 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 a fun one um so that one's really good and of course uh, i've gone back and rewatched um if you haven't seen it uh 
you need to check it out. The uh, the radio spot that we played at the beginning of this one, Slaughter High, because uh, you and I watched that one. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? And that one's fun. Um, that one's another one of those kind of like just turn your brain off and have goofy fun with it because it's it's so over the top. Um, don't read about the making of it or anything like that because it's only going to make you sad. Just enjoy the movie. Um, cause that one's got, that one's got a not so fun, um, backstory, but just forget about that. Um, I'm looking forward to at some point this season, uh, in addition to all of the universal monster movies, uh, not all of them, but I'm going to pick a few of them. Um, but this year I haven't watched it in a few years, but I think this is the year that I bring back aerobicide. Yeah. Because I love me some aerobicide, some killer workout. I've got that on Blu-ray. I know it's so good, and that transfer is so good, and like it's just it's a fun movie. Uh, so that's that's going to be coming up for me. But uh, yeah, so far I've hit a few of them. Uh, my primary schlocky horror source is down right now, so I haven't had a chance to really. Um, get introduced to a bunch of new stuff. Uh, so I've had to find it on my own, uh, which can sometimes be a bit, uh, a bit more challenging than you might oh, expect. Do you need some suggestions? Well, like I've found this letterbox list that I, I think everybody knows about this one. Uh, there's a, a letterbox list that is like um it's called hold on it's called um the good the bad and the ugly of slasher films 1974 to 1995 i don't know about that send me the link to it yeah and like this guy has basically ranked uh all of these slasher movies between 1974 and 19 there's like it's uh it's seven pages worth so it's it's basically uh 700 movies uh that are all slasher movies in between that time and uh so i've been going through those and kind of cherry picking ones that sound good and um uh that i think i might like and stuff like that so i've been kind of working my way through some of those and uh watching those so as i keep going through that list um I'm trying to find the link right now, so I'm going to send it to you here in a second. Yeah, here it is. All right, so I'm gonna I'm about to text you this link. Um, Yay! But yeah, like he ranks, he just rates them. Um, there you go. Uh, and so I've I've, I've like, I'm like deep into like page six, so it's like all like the shitty ones, but some of those are just the best. Because <laughs> some of them are just like they're so awful. Um, I disagree with a lot of his rankings, but it's subjective it's a ranking list like who cares um but i'm just using it because there's so many like i thought i had seen just about every slasher movie that i could think of like i was like i can, no one like nobody that i know has seen more slasher movies than me and i'm not saying that to be like bragging i'm just saying like that is my bread and butter of horror movies like i spend my I, I spent 
a healthy portion of my life trying to find as many obscure slasher movies as possible. And this this is like, there's so many in here that I've never heard of. And so I'm working my way through a bunch of them. So it's been, th- that list has been such a gift to me. So, um, so that's kind of been my Halloween watch guide this year. So, cause I found it like a couple months ago. And so I've just been going through a ton of them. So it's pretty nice. Great. It's pretty, very great. nice. It's pretty great. Yeah. I've got, I've got a bunch of stuff that I plan to really kind of like kick into overdrive, probably a lot this weekend. Uh, like one of my friends picked up a Blu-ray copy of there's, I guess a newish horror movie called cobweb. Um, Next week, my Blu-ray of Talk to Me gets delivered. Uh, there's like some stuff on Shutter, some other stuff. Like I, I've got a pretty in-depth list of things that I'm excited for. So, and I'll probably watch some of these shitty horror, or some of these shitty slashers. Yes, you need to. And then um, uh, I need to go in. Like I've been so bad about rating them, and so I need to go back in and rate a bunch of them. And then if you watch them and rate them, we can compare. Oh yeah, babe. Because yeah, like I, I haven't, I haven't, um, I, I haven't, I didn't rank anything. I didn't rate anything the entire month of September. I don't think, um, I haven't yet. So I've got to get on that. I've, I've got like ten that I've watched that I haven't, haven't even rated. So I've been slacking. But with that, I think our first episode in our uh, Halloween season. <laughs> I think we are about done. We're about out of our studio time. So until next week, as we roll on with Halloween season, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash the at symbol TN2M shows. We've got a new show coming in October. Uh, that is, uh, we've we've already got a few episodes of that done. So uh, we've got a show that will be coming starting i think mid-october so you want to be uh ready for that plus i have it on decent authority that uh you'll want to be subscribed you'll want to turn the notifications on because we might 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 just have a halloween treat for everybody Hmm. on the youtube channel so you want to check that out we also have who wrote that shopping list which 10th episode went up this week so give that a a watch give it a like all that stuff but uh, good idea to subscribe now and that's my spiel and as always we'll be back well i guess not as always but as most of the time we'll be back with you next week we're excited to be here excited to uh be back excited very excited that it's halloween season very fucking excited but we're gonna be back with you next week same bullshit time same bullshit channel and until then my friends say stay i'm gonna completely fucking start that over stay safe stay happy keep doing what you're doing we'll be back at you next week and thank you for being our friends and whatever with benefits